Vancouver Presale Condos, brought to you by the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. This is the Vancouver Presale Condos Podcast, and I'm Matt Scalina. And I'm Adam Scalina. Everyone talks about the apparent lack of transparency when it comes to presale construction here in Vancouver. And it's true. It's a hyper-competitive environment, and there's tons of bad information and barriers to access. So here's what we do. One, this is your direct channel to developers in Greater Vancouver. Two, you will hear directly from the source about what makes their projects unique and neighborhoods great. Three, we seek out new construction projects across Metro Vancouver, both for investors and end users at various price points. So if you like what you hear on this podcast or are interested in pre-sale construction more generally, go over to VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com and sign up for VIP access. Okay, so I'm here with Andrew Carlos partner with Angle and Volkers in Vancouver and currently marketing Brookhouse Residences. How you doing, Andrew? I'm really good. Super good. Thanks for having me. So, Andrew, can you maybe start by telling us a little bit about the project? Absolutely. Uh, it, this is a heritage restoration. So the original house was built in uh, 1908, which sits on the corner of Parker and Victoria, just off Commercial Drive. Uh, they've restored the main house uh, by basically stripping it down to just its main frame, and then they've moved it onto a new foundation, and then they're completely mimicking the exterior of the house to match how it was uh, in uh, in its original construction. Uh, what's super cool about it is that it's uh, now a collection of six apartments in the main house, and then the city also allowed for them to add uh, four new townhomes uh, to the back of the lot. Uh, all the townhomes are three-bedroom homes, which I think are really valuable to have in our city. And then uh, the apartments are a range of two one-bedroom apartments, three two-bedroom apartments, and then there's a spectacular three-bedroom penthouse on the top of the development. Right, and I live right by here, and I've watched the construction basically since day one. And this this strikes me as a as a really interesting way to increase density in in the city, and potentially uh, a good example of the way to do so moving forward. Well, I actually think this is exactly what the city should be encouraging more of because what we found is that the neighborhood people like yourself who live there are are walking by and they really appreciate the fact that our heritage is being kept in Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver is not a very old city, uh, but there is history uh, from the early 1900s in particular that it is, tells a good story. And a lot of these homes, uh, you know, in the past have been knocked down and not really maintained or, or, or retained, I should say. And so what they've done here is to encourage the, the development of the property, they've also added an extra density to the lot. Uh, but that also adds more housing to the neighborhood, which we dearly need as well, because supply is really low in this area so it kind of kind of actually solves a lot of problems that vancouver has by maintaining the the newer older homes and uh, sorry making newer homes but then also retaining the the heritage homes that were already on those lots and this one in particular is a beautiful old queen anne home uh you know that was kind of these were the, the the pinnacle sort of properties that you would find on the corner lots and it was called Grandview Hill back in the day but um, you know you, you can find a few other ones in the area. Um, our developer uh, who's James Evans uh, he actually did the Jeff's residences which was a, sort of a landmark development uh, around the corner very similar where they retained an old Queen Anne home and then they built townhomes off of it and so I can remember at first when they did that development you know people were a little bit concerned about the density but now that he's done it and he's really put a lot of pride into it and he's doing this development well, you know, that the neighborhood is, is ecstatic about how he's, uh, how he's proceeding. So it's 
been great, really well received. That's, that's excellent. And I would imagine that there's some unique challenges with retaining the heritage component. Uh, so experience would be, would be huge, especially from, oh, yeah. from managing costs. In detail, in detail. I mean, he, the developer has to care about the detail in order for this to work correctly. And uh, it's interesting that the city actually has a good relationship with the developer. And so uh, they sort of worked in tandem on this. But it's really a matter of they actually have to find old photos of this house from yesteryear that they then have to zoom in on and find and complete every detail down to the moldings uh, off the windows to the to the detailing underneath the soffits. I mean, it's quite spectacular what they've done. So, so this strikes me as a as a project that is is pretty complicated. Can you speak a little bit more about the developer and and is, is he only interested in doing these heritage conversions? Like it's it strikes me as a, a more complicated than just finding some bare land and you know putting up condos. Yeah, well, he he definitely cares about the the area, and uh, so he's found these homes and sort of made this his project. I can't speak for him as far as it, it only being something that he's going to do, uh, but he definitely takes a lot of pride in in retaining these homes, and he has been involved in other heritage projects around the city, uh, so he definitely knows what he's doing. And and like I said before, I mean, to be able to collaborate with the city and have a good relationship with the city is number one, uh, you know, so that they can make it happen. The trick is, and speaking with James, uh, is not just taking the home and, and redoing the exterior but how do you how do you divide the house up inside to make good efficient floor right. plans you know uh and that's actually the thing that when i walk into the home i i'm always blown away by how he was able to make six really usable great floor plans uh you know for this property the penthouse is uh you know definitely the bell of the ball when it comes to how it's put together and that's the one area especially on the top floor where you had to use a lot of different angles roof lines and and so on to really maximize the space and and put the bedrooms and bathrooms in the right positions and so on so it's it's quite special with what they've done there but that's the trick i think i think that's what makes it most difficult to do is using the the actual shape of the home i mean they're not even allowed to move any of the windows uh from the original home so they have to look at the picture and, and make sure that the design of the interior you know, is is uses uh, the windows and the exposures and the light coming from different areas, just as it would, uh, you know, back when it was originally built. Right, right. So, so Andrew, there's a there's a lot of buzz around the kind of the North Commercial Drive area right now. Lots right. of new developments going up. Mm-hmm. Lots of new restaurants. Boza Foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of exciting. Lots of exciting things coming to the neighborhood. What, why are you excited about the area? Well, I, I live in the area as well. Uh, I live just up the street near Trout Lake. Uh, I've been up in, in East Vancouver in the Commercial Drive area for, uh, you know, almost 13 years now. And, uh, you know, I, I think that the area has such a nice diversity as far as the people that are there, uh, from people who have been long-term residents to young families. I think it creates a, a little bit more affordability for people as far as uh, coming from downtown and being able to move into something maybe a little bit bigger, uh, getting a little bit more space. Um, and you know, the, the community is really proud. Um, you know, there's a lot of facilities if you get on the sports fields and you get to meet other families, uh, very like-minded community, which I'm sure you find too, by living there. Yeah. Yeah. And you're involved in the baseball community specifically, Andrew. Yeah. 
in, in, in Trout Lake Little League. Yeah, Trout Lake Little League, I'm definitely involved in. Not involved in hockey, but we are also involved in uh, in rugby and, and uh, you know, both my kids play soccer. So you get to meet a lot of the people, uh, you know, in, a, in and amongst the neighborhood. And a lot of people have grown up in East Vancouver, and there's a lot of people who have transplanted themselves from the west side of Vancouver. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I find that the families really care about the neighborhood and the people. Uh, they want to volunteer in their communities. Uh, they you know, it's it's a very very local crowd, I, I would say, for the most part. For sure, yeah, and that that's been our experience as well. So you you mentioned affordability there, uh, Andrew. Can you speak to the prices? Yeah, so our, our townhomes are, are listed um, anywhere from, so they're all three bedrooms. Uh, they either have two or two and a half baths. Like I said, they have attached garages on the back. Uh, you know, what people need are rooms for their children and, and for their families. And so that's what these really offer. Uh, they, they're listed from uh, 1150000 to $1.2 million essentially. Uh, and they're all over 1,200 square feet. So they're under 1,000 bucks a square foot, which in Vancouver these days, I think for new developments is, is quite affordable. Uh, in the main house, uh, the two bedrooms range from 849 to 900 essentially. And they're all uh, 800 to 900 and just over 900 square feet. Uh, the one bedrooms are both uh, listed for just under six hundred thousand, so they're five ninety nine nine each. Uh, they are about six hundred square feet themselves, so we're really in that uh, you know thousand bucks a square foot for for a new development. Uh, you know, with warranties and whatnot, is is good value these days if you compare it to some of the developments you're seeing closer to Main Street, and and obviously uh, a huge difference from what you're seeing downtown these days. For sure. And and Andrew, can you talk to strata fees? Yeah, so the strata fees are, uh, I think it works out to 37 cents a square foot. Um, so the, the maintenance is, uh, they are going to have a fully managed um, a fully managed property management company that's going to be taking care of it for them, uh, which is sometimes unusual for 10 units. Uh, the developers, uh, you know, are being very conservative and want to make sure that the budget is, is going to be representative of, of how this will be managed for a long term. Uh, I think that a lot of newer developments go with the lower management fees to start with, but then stratas usually have to, you know, turn them up a little bit uh, after the first year. So, you know, it speaks to the conservative nature of the developer and, you know, kind of wanting to make sure that people are uh, getting exactly what they're buying and being really well represented with that. Right. And and you guys, uh, at least when last time I spoke with you, it sounded like early summer of this year. Are you guys yeah, still on so, track for that? Yeah, they're, they're right on track. Again, it speaks to speaks to the development team and the builders and everybody else who's involved with this project there. I mean, when they first started building, I think they're in, you know, their their guesstimate was going to be around May 31st of this year to be finished. Uh, right now, they're only about they figure maybe one month behind. And that's, uh, you know, so early July, late June is what they're telling me. So July is probably a very safe timeline for when this will be completed. So, Andrew, it sounds like, uh, I mean, the, the market's in desperate need of affordable three bedrooms. So it sounds like you've got that that covered. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- who's buying? Is it is it mostly end users? Do you have any investors? Is it what's yeah. kind of the breakdown? Most of our interest is definitely end users. I think that you find that in this location, um, you know, primarily people looking for uh, spaces for their families. And so for the most part, we're looking at, you know, young couples, young families uh, that want to be in this neighborhood. They're, this is this is their target neighborhood where they want to kind of grow their family. Um, you know, the one bedrooms are always going to get some investment opportunity as well, because I think that there's actually a need for for one bed rentals in this location as well. Um, you know, so you get a little bit of a mix, but I would say that you're, you know, 90% of the people who have registered and spoken to us 
are definitely looking at it for themselves. And, and uh, great. And last, Andrew, someone out there is potentially on the fence here. Why should they? Why should they buy at Brookhouse Residences? Well, I, I think number one's the location. I mean, you and I can both speak to the to the location and how how great it is for to to, to be around that look that yeah, area. I actually live um, on Parker, so a couple blocks. No, away. exactly. I mean, it's it's the best. I mean, I, I live down that way too. So I, I'm. 100% behind the location to start with. Uh, as far as the the heritage home is concerned, it's something very unique. I mean, it's a, it's going to last. It, we're, we're saving the history of what it was and then making it new for the future. And that's really exciting because you're getting something that, that you can't find anywhere else. It's not cookie cutter. This is a very unique development. And then if you look at the townhomes, it's what you just spoke of. You know, for people to be able to get somewhat of an affordable space where they get three bedrooms, they can have a couple of kids, have a car that they can park behind their place. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's space, you know, it's, it's a space and it's a, and it's a really well-built development, um, you know, a really trusted developer that's local and, and lives in the neighborhood. Like I don't just mean local in you know, Vancouver, but actually lives in the neighborhood. And so it really cares about who his neighbors are going to be. And, and I think it's going to be a great community. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, we were by there the other day, and I think the curb appeal of this project is going to oh, be yeah, phenomenal, no kidding, no kidding. Uh, it's which amazing. is great. It's amazing. Yeah, and the detail. I mean, you got to stop and actually look at this building and really look at the detail that they put into it, and and that's that's something that you can't replicate, you know? For or sure. Or I guess they, they can replicate, but it's hard for <laughs> others to replicate. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Well, hey, thanks a lot for your time today, Andrew. No problem, you guys. Yeah, thanks very no, much. I appreciate, appreciate you having me on, and, and uh, good luck with everything. Interested in this project or other pre-sale condos? Head over to VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com and sign up today for VIP access. Vancouver Pre-sale Condos. Brought to you by the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> this is the Vancouver Pre-sale Condos Podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>